Welcome to a special Con Expo edition of the Digging Deeper podcast, brought to you by Tenna, helping construction companies know more, control more, and make more. This is Becky Schultz. David Swan, product manager, technology and innovation for Skyjack, shared with me some of the unique technologies that Skyjack is offering for its lift equipment product lines. So David, to start off, can you tell me a little bit about some of the technology that uh, Skyjack is focusing on here at ConExpo? What is it and what can it do to help the customers advance their fleet operations? Sure, I'll tell you about uh, a couple different things that we're talking about and uh, talking with our customers about. One of them is our Elevate Live product, and that is a fairly unique digital product in that it's actually aimed at the operator of the machine, but is designed to, in a roundabout way, help the rental company uh, improve their bottom line, their efficiency, and lower their cost of ownership on construction machinery. So what this product does is, through a QR code scan, it allows the operator to access the most recent state of the machine via telematics live data, and that means that the operator before getting on a machine can see if the battery's charged, when it was last charged, what's the, uh, the state of the battery's uh, history of charges. On a combustion machine, they can see if there's any can faults on that machine, if the, if the starter battery's healthy, um, they can see the run hours today and the fuel use today. And basically what this does is it doesn't require the operator to get any authentication. There's no username or password, there's no app to download, they just scan this with their camera on their phone, a QR code reader, and it pops up right there for them. So I think that's really been the big uh, jump there for us is we knew that rental companies were having a hard time getting the operator to engage with telematics data and it's because there can be so many different operators on a job site for various amounts of time Sure. that it becomes impractical to administer passwords and usernames to all of them and get them to download every app you might want them to use. So what we've done is instead make it so that there is no barrier of authentication and we're not exposing any sensitive data, but we're giving them important data for the operator uh, and instant access to it. Okay, and you've mentioned another technology as well? Yeah, so the other thing that we're talking about is some of the new data points that are coming with the new ANSI machines. Um, there's been a really interesting problem in, uh, as it applies to MUPS, as part of the larger construction rental um, world, where we couldn't really measure utilization of them properly. And that's because the way that somebody use, uh, uses a powered elevating platform is they'll raise it to height and then they'll stop and it will stay still and they'll work at that height for two hours, four hours, eight hours. So over the course of the day, my machine might only move five minutes uh, and that corresponds with eight hours of work at height, whatever I'm doing, installing conduit, uh, installing lighting or uh, windows or whatnot. So we couldn't really track the utilization in a way that you would for a dirt moving machine where you just need to look at the engine run hours above idle. So we've instituted a new metric, a new data point in our machines where we're saying, this is what the true utilization is of the machines. And the true utilization is when there's someone standing on the machine at height. So if the machine's elevated and someone's standing on the machine, we can, with a good confidence, say that machine's doing work right now. And if we think that elevating work platforms make up something like 35% of all construction rental fleet, that's a pretty huge advantage that I now can see what my machines are doing when they're working. 35% uh, of my fleet, which I didn't really know what it was doing before, because there's, there was no way to measure it, I can now see that and manage my business by that utilization number. Sure. And is this a subscription-based service? How is this service set up, um, made available, both the Elevate and the other program? Uh, the, the Elevate Live. Yeah. So 
Elevate, uh, we brought it in three years ago and something that we found when we did our market research and talked to a lot of customers is that people didn't like the idea of paying for it month by month like a cell phone bill for each one of their machines. So they right. actually buy it upfront as part of the machine, hardware and data. Okay. So basically I buy my scissor lift and for a certain price I add on the Elevate package and then I don't worry about any data prices or any monthly billing, it's just there for me for the five years that I own that machine and then I can choose to re-up afterwards if I want to keep it going. Okay, that, that sounds like it makes a lot of sense, um, but there, adding to the upfront cost could be a sensitive issue for some customers. Uh, how do you get past that? What is the, the potential ROI that they can see by incorporating this as part of their purchase? I think that uh, some uh, there's been a big turn probably in the last year and a half. We've been very successful in terms of um, uptake of this product. So we expect to see it on around 50% of our fleet this next oh, wow. year out of the factory as a purchased option. And I think that um, people are now starting to see it as a profit center as opposed to um, something they have to cover the cost of. So. When someone buys a scissor lift, nobody says, oh, you know, that scissor lift costs X number of thousands of dollars. How am I going to get that back? They're actually buying that scissor lift saying, great, I can rent this out and make this money. You know, they see that as a, as a revenue generator. Right. And people are starting to see telematics as a big part of that revenue generation. So if I think about a service call, if I can avoid two service calls a year, if I say the average service call costs $150 for me to send someone out there, do the work on site and come back, if mm -hmm. I can avoid two of those a year over a five-year ownership period on right. a piece of construction machinery, that's a $1,500 return just for service calls. Sure. And I can also use Elevate to extend my battery life, which can save me you know, something like $50,000 per hundred scissors if I can move my battery life from two years to four years using the Elevate battery management tools. So I think that it, for a lot of our customers, it just is a matter of activating the data and operationalizing it and turning it into additional revenue. And they're not worried about if it's possible. They're just, they need to get into it and get going and they see it as a, an inevitability that this is gonna be good for them. Go beyond tracking. Tenet is the construction technology platform that revolutionizes equipment fleet operations. Tenna lets you know more with reliable tracking and a unified platform for mixed fleets built on over 100 years of construction experience. Control more with visibility from the machine level to the project all the way up to your whole company. The result is you make more money with better own, move, buy rent decisions, higher utilization, and more predictable days. When choosing a technology solution, choose one that is built by contractors for contractors. Choose Tenna. We've talked a bit about the rental customers. Obviously, that's a big percentage of your market. That's um, right. What about the end users? Um, what advantages can that offer to the, the contractors who are renting these machines? So there's a few different things. So some of the more uh, the larger operation contractors will be carefully trying to measure their utilization of sure. machines and what all of their machines that they've rented are doing on site and. We're providing the rental companies that are renting those machines to the contractors and the end users ultimately the tools to provide a better analysis for their customers. So for them, it means being able to offer a better product and a better service to their customers, whereas before, um, it's a lot of guesswork on all ends of how machines are being used. You know, right. It's kind of a look and see thing, like is, uh -huh. that, is that machine busy or is it not busy? Now we can tell people. And I'm referring to the idea that we can give true utilization on the machines. Another thing that we're doing is when we see the way the Elevate Live 
Um, and something I didn't mention before is it provides live data, but it also provides familiarization material specific to that machine. Okay. So it actually looks up the machine serial number uh, and gives you the operator's manual, familiarization videos, emergency alarm procedure, all with one tap right there on your screen without having to go to any website. So that helps with the challenge of familiarizing operators and getting to engage with familiarization materials, which we require, but it's still a challenge to get operators to engage with that stuff before right. getting on a machine. Absolutely. We're putting it all at their fingertips rather than having them go search for it or having to read through documents to get to it. That's great. Um, one of the things that it seems like there is a trend in the aerial work platform market um, towards more and more technology. Um, mm -hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, do you see that continuing? Do you, um, is, is there more that, that is going to be forthcoming in your mind? I do, I, so we have a, a pretty well-developed roadmap, just a skyjack in terms of what we're gonna be doing over the next two years, three years, five years. Um, and we see a pretty wide open field still in terms of adding value that customers okay. are gonna see and say, that can make me more money on a rental machine, right? There's more um, sort of pain points right now that our customers as the rental companies and their customers as the contractors have that we can eliminate through technology. It's just a matter of developing it and making sure that it's practical and simple. I think there's kind of two paths here. There's, there's so much cool stuff that we can do as an industry. Sure. And that's a problem though, right? Is right. The thing with digital technology is you can do anything. It's not building a machine. It's not like building a machine out of metal. I have kind of an infinite uh, ability to create something for the sake of creating something. So you have to be extra careful to make it practical. And our rule at Skyjack is anytime we build a digital product, it needs to tie directly to a pain point or an existing process that our customers have, where they've come to us and said, hey, we want to see a solution to this. And that's always part of our product descriptions uh, when we're looking at digital products is how does this solve a problem that we know affects our customers and how will it make them money uh, by solving that problem. Yeah, that, that's a very smart approach to it because otherwise designing something, developing something just because it's exciting and new doesn't necessarily benefit the end user. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's, and we see it on the consumer side, people think tech stuff is cool, it's fun. Right. And that's people's Absolutely. reaction to it. And I think there's a danger that we all, you know, all of us developing these products have to sort of check ourselves on is like, is this, we do think this is really cool and people are excited about it, but now let's talk about if our customers are gonna use it, how they're gonna use it. And uh, we all have to kind of hold ourselves back from going down that really fun road of it, let's find the next amazing thing that we can do, right? Absolutely. So we kind of want to slow down and make sure it applies and that it's affecting the in industry first, right? Excellent, well, I agree. And I think that there's a lot that can be done, but you have to pace yourself and kind of figure out what the customer need really is first. Mm -hmm. Right. What else is there ahead for Skyjack in terms of technology development? Is there anything more that we should anticipate in the near future? Yeah, so we're still pursuing uh, a roadmap for semi-autonomous machines. Okay. So there's a lot of gain to be had in um, machines that could potentially muster themselves uh, to a location, load themselves onto a truck, uh, do a self-diagnostic through active functioning of their different machine systems, right, their electrical systems. Mm -hmm. And these are all things that right now cost rental companies a lot of money but don't give them a lot of benefit in terms of, um, you know, labor hours spent, right? Okay. So we have a big shortage in North America of mechanics and, um, and, and talented labor in our industry, and when I have somebody 
climbing on 20 scissor lifts that just came in off rent to PDI them, you know, if that could happen automatically, if those machines could drive themselves around and PDI themselves, that would be a huge benefit because I could take the personnel that were going to just be climbing up and down on those machines, driving them, which is a very low skill task, right. and have them apprenticing to learn how to fix, um, you know, complex combustion machines or do something that's more valuable to my organization. So. Right now we have a labor shortage, I, I think, in this industry, um, particularly when it comes to the service positions and some of those uh, more detail-oriented positions, and mm -hmm. this could help give us the resources to develop uh, internally and make the industry more attractive as well. I think that's great to hear. I, I think that there's a lot of opportunity there, and uh, I look forward to hear, seeing more of what's to come. Excellent. All right, well, thank you so much, David, for no, joining thank me. Thank you, I appreciate it. That's it for this special Con Expo edition of the Digging Deeper podcast, sponsored by Tenna. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.